Hey guys, welcome to Bravo Bitches with Jen and Yahaira. Finally, we finally got the courage to start a podcast. Um, I think that we've been thinking about this for a while. <laughs> you know what? It's it's nice to turn into something that we do almost every day, either way, you know, watching Bravo TV shows into something that we can um, talk about with other people. Yeah, I think that too, it's interesting to see how the Bravo culture is on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Um, it definitely feels like a close-knit um kind of community so i guess we'll see where this goes yeah we're just happy to be here happy to be a part of it well we've been a part of it but for a while (laughs) happy to be voicing our opinions now instead of being silent viewers so like we said welcome this is basically just going to be a little podcast where we share our opinions on past present and brought oh shit (laughs) (laughs) on past present and what's in store for Bravo shows? For example, The Real Housewives. Um, Vanderpump Rules. Married to Medicine? There's quite a few. Yeah. I mean, I think that for sure where it all started for us was Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. And we've started to kind of branch out and try other franchises. But I think that we still have a lot to watch and a lot to learn. So. A lot to cover in the... Real Housewife franchise, which, speaking of, brings us to our first episode, the Salt Lake City finale. Finale. Wow. That was insane. I feel like when the season first started, it was really hard to get into it. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, it felt weird. It did. Um, This was first season without Jen, right? Um, Yes. So it was really hard, I think, that, you know, one of the... uh, bigger personalities was gone and um the introducing of like newer personalities and mary coming back mary coming back (laughs) i think it was just really crazy to kind of see that dynamic at first Mm -hmm. it was just weird and i wasn't into it at all i I felt like it was not going to be a good season i think for me it was just really disappointing because i really liked dana in season three you know i was hoping that she would come back instead of just being like a one-hit wonder and to learn that she wasn't it was just... It was a bummer. Was I a think bummer. that Dana really put in the work to deserve a snowflake. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. And I feel like definitely um, she was a really, really good addition. And I think it was a bummer that they did not follow through with her. I know. It's just, it's just rough. But we met some new people. And by new people, Monica, Fowler, Jesus. Garcia, Darnell, just three different last names immediately oh my goodness what an episode it was a roller coaster i i just think that from the beginning i definitely got fake Mm -hmm. from her oh yeah like you're crying over having to buy a louis Louis vuitton bag like to fit in with these girls like i just felt like the storyline with her was I mean, it was all pretty much for nothing. Mm -hmm. I feel like it wasn't even anything good uh, to begin with. It was either her and her mom yelling at each other or her complaining, like, for example, Lisa losing, in quotation marks, her ring, her $60,000 ring. I feel like I'd be pretty upset if I lost a $60,000 ring, too. Like, I know it seems a little out of touch sometimes, but it's still money. It's it's the sentiment behind it, too. You know, like, I'm sure that John... Gave her many, many things. Mm-hmm. 
But like if it, it's something that has sentiment toward it or behind it, it's more about like who gave it to you and yeah. why. Like, yeah, it's an outrageous price tag. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. But like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, if I were to lose a necklace, maybe like I'd be pretty upset. Exactly. Depending who gave it to me. And especially having to let John, her husband, know that she lost it in an airport bathroom. Yeah. I mean, he probably wasn't too disappointed, but still, like, feeling like you're going to disappoint somebody that you really love, it's just it's just rough sometimes. I just think that for sure, like, on the topic of <clears throat> Monica, mm-hmm. since, you know, I mean, what else are we going to talk about, really? Like, she was... She was a force to be reckoned with. Like, yeah. coming into the show and just going, like batshit crazy on everybody like i also feel like her argument that lisa and we're just going in the order of these events yeah lisa is tone deaf like materialistic we're like what show do you think you're on right like the reason we watch these shows and to be like completely honest like these women have money. Mm-hmm. We see their lifestyles. We're there for, yeah, we're there for the drama. We're there for, you know, the cattiness. But in reality, like, we like to see that. Like, something about it is just intriguing, like, to see their lifestyles. Like, so, what they spend their money on. Yeah, how they spend, yeah. like, come on, we're nosy. That's why we watch <clears throat> reality TV. So I think that, like, her making that comment mm-hmm. is dumb because girl who are you spending your time with like you felt you felt compelled to buy a louis vuitton bag because mm-hmm. of who you're hanging out with so obviously most of these girls like it's not just lisa like it's these not. women are materialistic they're used to a certain lifestyle they're used to spending their money how they want and they've never been criticized by it obviously people on twitter are gonna be like well it's an outrageous amount of money to spend on something but if you have it, you're going to spend it. Yeah. What's the point of leaving your money in the bank? It's yeah. not going to be used? I mean, let's be honest. Like, we get our paycheck, <laughs> and what do we want to do immediately? We want to go get a little snack. A little treat. A little and treat. it's something that we can, yeah, we can afford it. Maybe mm-hmm. we shouldn't be buying it. But, like, if they can comfortably afford it, they're going to go and buy it. Exactly. Like, what's the point in throwing that in her face? It, it sucks, though. Like, she lost something that had sentiment behind it. Mm-hmm. That's all it was, really. Yeah. Speaking of Monica, again, continuously, I think we're just going to talk about Monica. I really, really wanted to like her. Um, She was a young housewife, a single mom, but then just learning more about her personal life, just how she handles her relationship with her mom. um, I don't want to say she villainizes her mom to her grandchildren, because obviously, like, if your parents are going to be narcissistic assholes, then you probably shouldn't have them around your children. But I feel like it definitely goes both ways. Um, Mom was really young when she had Monica. Like, that, you can't really expect a lot from a young parent. As somebody that grew up with young parents, it's really difficult to say, well, my mom's a narcissist. I don't want to talk about this, actually. Let's skip over this, yeah. Um, I definitely think that first trip, um, you know, talking about Lisa losing her ring at the airport, um, if we're, you know, going back that far and talking about the whole season um, leading up to the finale, I definitely had some opinions about the women. I guess it's it was just really hard for me at first mm-hmm. to really enjoy the show. Yeah. And I think that, you know... 
at first the problem was with Angie. Mm-hmm. So nobody wanted Angie there. You know, Meredith and Angie had a whole thing. And I've never really disliked Angie. If anything, like, I've kind of just, like, secretly liked her. Yeah. Like, she never really did anything. She, she was, was just, just there. She was just there. She was a friend of. Yeah, and I was, like, fine with that. So, like, seeing her, like, get her snowflake and get her moment, mm-hmm. you know, I would say that I did really enjoy um, Angie this year. I think she did really well. <clears throat> I think she's come a long way from she the beginning has. of the season to the end. She's definitely become at least one of my favorites. And I also thought that... I don't want to say that she was boring, but I felt like she wasn't really giving much, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Well, like, think about it. Like, season prior, you get champagne spilled yeah. on you. And you're just quiet about it and you mm-hmm. let it go. And I think that we've definitely seen a switch in her personality. Mm-hmm. Um, she's standing, she's up, for standing up for herself. And, and I, for the other girls. Yeah, and I think that's great. Other ladies. Um, <clears throat> as for <laughs> Meredith, I... <sighs> I think that their issues are extremely deep-rooted. Um, I think that at the beginning was really uncomfortable to watch mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, they're so <laughs> adamant about not talking about each other's husbands, their kids, but they still overstep that line every yeah. single time. Like, they don't care. They don't. They really, really don't. So I think that at first... I mean, I've never been a big fan of Meredith, but... You know, I think it was really annoying to see her go after Angie yeah. and purposefully exclude her from things. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think it was right of Whitney to bring her on without letting Meredith know. Yeah, especially since Whitney did know about her relationship with Meredith and his relationship with Meredith, you know. Yeah. If that was me in that situation, I definitely would have liked the fair warning. So at least you can mentally prepare yourself to see them a lot more than you had to in the past. Um, <clears throat> with Meredith, Meredith, I also feel like she hasn't always been my favorite. Sometimes I feel as though she doesn't bring that much to the storyline. And I'm going to be really honest. I'm a Lisa Barlow fan. Yeah, I love, I love Lisa, Lisa Barlow. So, Meredith coming for Lisa, and then, like, the hot mic moment from last year, it just, it was just really uncomfortable to watch at first how Lisa and Meredith were trying to navigate this new part of their relationship and trying to figure out how they were going to get past all of that. Um, It's really nice to see them come together towards the end of the season. I did feel really bad for Meredith as the season continued, when fingers started being pointed at her for things that she didn't do. And I'm not too sure if any of the housewives have apologized to her yet because of the DM situation. Yeah, I mean, I think that for sure I can agree with you on the whole Lisa thing. Like, I love her. I don't know. I just feel like she's not that serious. And I feel like that's where most of these women go wrong is they take everything super seriously Mm -hmm. and it was a bummer to see their friendship go down the drain but you know like i feel like they've gone to a place um this season where lisa could be straight up with meredith and not take it the wrong way like yelling at her on that yacht and still being able to get over that Mm -hmm. i feel like that's growth right there oh yeah there's definitely been growth for lisa Especially coming back from the hot mic moment from last season. Because in order to come back from that, you that takes a lot of balls. It does. And then she's had instances in the season. For example, with Whitney at, um, was it Meredith's party? 
when she had to take her mic off and people were yeah. thinking it was going to be another hot mic moment. Like, that takes a lot to be able to restrain yourself from saying what you wanted to say. Yeah, big time. I mean, even, like, <clears throat> us thinking about starting this podcast, like, we have talked about how we're going to have to probably censor ourselves, mm-hmm. cater to, you know, the people that are watching I mean, at the end of the day, we all have different opinions. It's just how you voice them. Exactly. <clears throat> so I feel like her being able to control that, opposed to last season, <laughs> definitely shows like her character growth, too. Mm-hmm. Um, as for Heather, <laughs> I mean, you know... <laughs> She's been through it. She's, She's been, been through, through it. it. But the thing is, is like I've never felt... I've, I don't know if I've ever really felt bad for her or anything like that. Mm-hmm. She knows how to, like, stick up for herself. Um, you know, anytime Whitney comes at her or anything like that, like, she knows how to stick up for herself. So I don't think I've ever felt bad for her, but I've never really... Um, I wouldn't say she's ever been one of my favorites. Yeah. Heather, for me, when we first started watching Salt Lake City at the first season... It was really difficult to get behind her and like actually like her. She's always been ranked lower on my list of favorites for Salt Lake City. But I think this year, this season, she's really redeemed herself. Oh yeah, big time. Um, she's really stood up her, for herself. The black eye reveal. I know that that probably took a lot for her to be able to reveal that. Because at the end of the day, Jen was her best friend. Yeah. You know? I'm not going to sit here and say that it was okay that she was covering up a federal crime for her friend, but... I mean, we always make these jokes, right? <clears throat> Where it's like, okay, like, what would you do? Yeah. Like, would you do this for me? Like, mm-hmm. as best friends, like, I feel like we do expect our best friends to go to the end of the world and back, you some, know? Some loyalty. And I think that it was really hard for me to like her in the first few seasons because she was friends with Jen. Mm-hmm. How loyal she was. Yeah, and, like, it gets to the point where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. this is a little weird, you know, you see the way that Jen behaves, how she is towards your guys' mutual friends, even your friends that are just your friends. Like, yeah. just the way that Jen behaved with Whitney, like, so on, so on, and, like, Heather didn't care. Mm-mm. Like, she was loyal to the end. Yeah. Even after, like... Getting socked wow, in the face. You know? And I think that it was really hard to like Heather because it felt like she was spineless. It just felt <laughs> like she was there just to back Jen up. Yeah. She... she her storyline was based on being Jen's, Jen's friend, friend and defending her until the end of the world. It's okay to defend your friend, but there's also boundaries that you have to set. Yeah, big It's got to be an extent, you know? Yeah. And <clears throat> I just think that Heather has definitely grown a lot this season. And hopefully we see more of her being... I think she's going to end up being probably one of the main housewives for yeah, Salt Lake City. And I think that's great for her because definitely um, I think that Jen was probably the main one Mm -hmm. right yeah the center uh snowflake for the first ones yes um so like assuming that jen was you know the the focal point of the seasons leading up to you know her being arrested and everything i think that heather did take the backseat for a lot of it but it's because she let herself um i definitely think that she has grown a lot since you know jen's jen's been away but i don't know i feel like I feel like there's still more that could come from her. She could give us a lot more 
especially the way she stepped into during the finale the way she stepped into the yeah, whole that was heather amazing. drew thing mm-hmm. she did so great yeah. she put on her fbi detective suit and she just went in she stood up for herself she stood up for for, for her friends and she let monica know how it was gonna be yeah so i mean i think like overall um i think the ladies were great this season we didn't talk about wendy yet <laughs> oh I thought I talked about her. No, we just mentioned her in the... In passing. But Whitney. Oh, yeah. What can we say about Whitney? Um, My condolences to her for losing her best friend. That's really hard. That Um, is really hard. I think that, you know, and like with most of these women, like watching other franchises, they go through something traumatic and I hate to say it, but they use it as an excuse to act really shitty. You know, and it's like they expect people to be there for them when they see that they post something really sad. But in reality, it's like people don't know how to reach out when it's something sad and serious, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Obviously, I do feel really bad. Like It's hard. hard. Like I couldn't imagine like having to go through something like Mm -hmm. that. But that's what your voice is for, you know. And if you're not using your voice, people are going to think that you don't want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And maybe you're out and about, you're out in a public event. People don't want to come up and say that to you because you're probably trying to get away from that if you're showing up to public events Mm -hmm. in reality. So, I mean, I've never hated Whitney. I just think she's had some pretty messy, drunken moments. Mm -hmm. Um, But we all have. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you know, not all of us. (laughs) Which is okay. I just think that with... Whitney and Lisa I just anybody who comes at my homegirl Lisa I love yeah. Lisa mm-hmm. but the way that Whitney was really upset with Lisa over not giving her like condolences at the event that they were at uh, I can't remember exactly uh what event it was at the beginning of the season I mid-season was it mid-season? it was when when Whitney had to take her mic off because she was about not Whitney sorry Lisa, Lisa? was about to take her mic off I thought was that, that was that was between Lisa and Monica though no, it was Lisa and Whitney. Remember, they like went to the other room and she said that she was upset because she gave Heather a gift and she didn't even acknowledge her at first. Ah, uh, yeah, that is right. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so I think that, you know, coming at her at an event where she probably didn't want Whitney crying, yeah. you know, she didn't want to put her on the spot. Mm-hmm. I do understand, though, that she shouldn't have just like went straight towards Heather instead of being like, hey, how are you? And that's it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Whitney, even if she said, hey, how are you, was expecting more out of Lisa. Exactly. And as somebody that doesn't know how to deal with certain situations, I try to put myself in Lisa's shoes as well and in Whitney's shoes. If something like that, I had gone through something like that and I was at an event, I know that I would be at that event to use as a distraction. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be thinking about my friend's death or anybody's death. I would want to be there to be there for my friend. Was it Meredith's event? It was Meredith, right? It was Meredith's yeah. event. Yeah. So I would be there for her. I wouldn't want to turn this event into a pity party for me. Losing somebody is extremely hard. I'm sure we've all gone through it. Um, and I wouldn't have wanted that conversation to turn into like me losing my friend. Yeah. I would have wanted to be there for Meredith. So I understand where Lisa's coming from. And even if Lisa had already reached out prior, Whitney shouldn't have expected her to stop everything and just and just start a conversation about that <clears throat> an event i mean i feel like 
they have these moments at these public events mm-hmm. where they bring up these conversations. And I know that it's for the show. Yeah. You know, but I feel like there are boundaries, too, that you can set. So mm-hmm. I feel like Whitney wanting her to ask for that at that event was just, like, I feel like she was just trying to be mad. She yeah. was just trying to be mad at something. Mm-hmm. And it just sucks because, like, just go to therapy and talk about it. Yeah, she know? was definitely upset about losing her friend. And yeah. she just didn't know where to... It was just misplaced anger. Misplaced, confused, and she was just upset. And um, unfortunately, Lisa had to take it. Take it, yeah. yeah. And I feel like... Um, I feel like Whitney's grown a lot too, though. Mm-hmm. But you know, With her she, healing journey. Yeah, she on her healing journey. <laughs> she's amazing. I I do like her. I think that um, she keeps it fun. She keeps yeah, it young. She keeps it fresh. Fresh. Mm-hmm. So I think that definitely, you know, our four OGs are OGs for a reason. They like, are. They're, we would be nowhere without them, and I feel like it's so wrong for people to diminish them exactly like i feel like people are so like monica brought this and she's doing this and like without monica this season would have been garbage which is not true no we not true we've had three prior seasons without monica yeah but we did have jen so that's why people are saying without jen and without monica Mm -hmm. this season would have been nothing I, think, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that either because the ladies on their own are very messy the way. Let's look back to season three. In the lingerie party, Jen wasn't there anymore, was she? Or I don't remember. Wow. I don't remember either. But they started arguing about the Lisa Barlow jazz ticket rumors. Yeah, I love that. And like Jen had no part in that. Yeah. That was all Winnie and Meredith. So I feel like they could have been messy on their own. And if they would have bought Dana back, she would have She would have brought something. She would have brought something too. I, I like yeah. Dana for mm-hmm. sure. Um I think it was really confusing for <clears throat> us when we were watching the show. Um to see Mary back. Yeah. Um what was that we all were about? like is she did she have a snowflake? Because remember, we couldn't yeah. figure out mm-hmm. if she was a friend of. And I'm realizing that she didn't. So, you know, I'm happy that she doesn't. I'm okay with her not having one. I feel like she doesn't bring anything to the show. Um, she doesn't even try to. She doesn't... It just doesn't seem like she cares. She she feels like she doesn't belong in the group, but you also have to try. Yeah. I think going into shows like this, obviously we're not on any of these shows, but I think going, if you apply and you're giving the okay to come back. You have to be willing. You have to know what you're going to get into. Yeah. That means that you're going to have to go to the parties, the events, the trips. You're going to have to play games in a park in the rain. You yeah. Know? So I think that goes to like, I feel like that goes to show that all the people that were like, oh, Mary needs to come back. Mary deserves her snowflake back after Jen's gone. Like, I why? feel like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Her why? being a friend of just shows us that she doesn't need a snowflake. Mm-mm. Not at all. She does not. I think we should think about, or having the producers of the show think about bringing people on that are going to give us something. Yeah. You know, I understand that sometimes it's very difficult and you don't always want to be around certain people and it drains your energy, blah, blah, blah. But you knew that coming yeah, on, coming to, the on show. to the show. I mean, come on, like, we're in, in 2024 now, right? But this mm-hmm. show started three, four years ago. Yeah. You have to know what you're getting yourself into. I mean, these housewife shows have been on for 
decades. Like Twenty two decades? Yeah. I wanna say Decades? Years. No, two decades. Oh, I thought you said twenty-two <laughs> decades. I was like, damn. These housewife shows have been going on for about like two decades. You can't yeah. not know what you're getting yourself into. Like, I mean, I'm sure these women coming onto these shows have watched them, mm-hmm. have seen at least clips from them. Like, you have to know that you're gonna be put in uncomfortable situations. You're gonna be confronted. You're, you're gonna be confronted. You're gonna get champagne on your head. Yeah, everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Mary was just there. She like, was. it was nothing. She did give us good one liners saying that Heather looked inbred. That was oh. funny. I thought that was funny, but... You know, Mary is a character. I think she does have a very funny personality, but she doesn't give much. No, so having one-liners is not enough to stay on She could on start a, a show. comedy show or something. Yeah, she should start a podcast. <laughs> next guest. <laughs> Write that down. Guest. Write that down. Writing it down. Yeah, but I'm tired of the people saying that the four OGs are boring. Yeah. I'm like, did you not see them on the beach in the finale? Like, that was insane. That was like the original Avengers assembling. And they've definitely proved themselves to us over and over again why they have a snowflake and why they're an OG. Oh, yeah, big time. I think that for sure people would argue. Mm-hmm. But after watching that last episode, there's no way. No you way. You can't argue that. I mean, just... It's so weird to say, but just watching Heather standing there, mm-hmm. Whitney comes in, here comes Lisa, here comes Meredith, like, it gives you the chills. It does. Because you know that what's about to come mm-hmm. was important enough for her to call just the original three. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. Angie's just clueless, but you know, <laughs> we love Angie, so. Yeah. She's, she tried. So, uh, I think that talking about the season leading up to the finale we've pretty much voiced how we feel about each of the women. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like they've grown a lot and it's it's been a roller coaster. It's been a season. I <laughs> I mean coming up to this point, you know, with everything happening with Jen, I think that it was kind of hard to see where the show was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um seeing the women without Jen though, it felt fresh. It felt good. Mm-hmm. It felt like there's more there. There is. Because, there's potential. Yeah, because when Jen was in, I mean, you just knew mm-hmm. that all of the conflict, all of, you know, everything was going to be directed or coming from Jen. Jen. Mm-hmm. So now seeing that, you know, I mean, for a good amount of this season, they were kind of all going at each other. It, it like, was coming from all the directions. Yeah, everybody is out for themselves Mm -hmm. so it was it was nice to see them without jen yeah and jen was definitely a force to be reckoned with yeah you know she never backed down Mm -hmm. she was throwing glasses she was screaming shut up about mary like yeah she gave us a lot but i think a lot of people just had doubts about how they would be able to handle without jen because jen did bring a lot of the drama yeah when she got arrested that was insane i remember watching that in real time and i was like outside the sprinter van like no way no way so um it's really nice to see them yeah i mean i'm looking forward to seeing where this goes Mm -hmm. after this season i know that the original four you know meredith whitney Lisa and Heather are going to be great. 
I think that after what went on, though, I'm kind of worried about what the next season's going to look like. Who they're keeping on. Who they're keeping on. Who's and coming. How can you compete with that? I yeah. Mean, I think we should get into it. We should. Let's okay. talk about it. Salt Lake City finale. We barely watched it today. We have Peacock, guys. Yeah. We don't use we, cable. We we're, don't have cable TV. We're 23-year-olds. <laughs> you know, we're just trying to get by. So we just saw it today. With ads and everything. Ads and everything. <laughs> uh, it was a lot. It was. Um, you know, I couldn't even remember what happened last episode because we've been <laughs> waiting for two Two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. Um, so, I mean, if, if we want to start off and kind of go through the whole, you know, everything leading up to this finale, you know, post-mid-season, um, I think we should start with Heather's book. Bad Mormon. Bad Mormon. Um, Are you going to read it? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I personally don't read. Maybe if it's on uh, audiobooks, maybe. Um, I think I would just read it because I'm a little nosy. I obviously... Here we I think are. If you read it, I'll give you. I'll summarize it for you. Or we could do like a little book club moment. If oh. anybody would like to join us, mm-hmm. uh, we could do a little Bad Mormon book club reading. <laughs> Hell yeah! Okay, um, I think you know Whitney was in the wrong. She was. You know, and we don't know the whole story, but I think it's usually how it goes right Mm -hmm. like you have to know what people are saying about you when they're writing about you when they're gonna write a song about you when they're gonna release anything about you unless you know unless they're coming for you but yeah obviously heather mentioned that whitney gave her the okay and to be honest even if she didn't i just don't see what's so wrong with it it's not because heather heather read the portion of the book to Whitney. Yeah. She read it to her. I mean... Whitney asked her to change a few things. So Heather did do that. And then she published the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that Whitney says she didn't see it. She didn't hear the revisions. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't horrible. It's not... Mm-mm. It's pretty damning to tell somebody that they're exploiting your sexuality in their book. Yeah. Because I don't feel like Heather did do that. I mean, it makes me wonder if... Whitney even knows mm-hmm. um, exactly what that means. And not to, like, bash her or anything, but there is, like, a very big difference in exploiting someone's sexuality mm-hmm. and what Heather did. Because Heather, you know, got the okay from Whitney. And, yeah, she did revisions or whatever, but I just don't see it that way, yeah. you know? And maybe it's because I haven't read the book, but from what they were saying on the show, it it doesn't seem like there was anything being exploited. Mm-mm. And for Whitney to even come after Heather just because she didn't want to talk about her daughter's sex life. Yeah. Excuse me, like, that's wrong. That is you so know? wrong. And I feel like if they were asking Heather about her sex life and she didn't want to open up, Mm-hmm. okay yeah like give her crap about it but it's not even that's not even the reason why they were mad that she didn't want to talk about her daughter's sex life right and even if she didn't want to talk about her sex life that's her right mm-hmm. like i guess she wrote her whole book about being excommunicated and being a bad mormon but that doesn't mean that you just have rights to everything about her exactly like i understand that they're on a reality tv show and like we see everything that or we see what happens but we don't know everything Mm -hmm. and we don't have the rights to everything either i 
feel like people just forget that it's okay to set boundaries sometimes, yeah. you know? And I'm really proud of Heather for putting her foot down and making them know that she wasn't going to talk about her daughter's sex life on national television because putting myself in Heather's daughter's shoe, I would be so uncomfortable and I would be really upset with my mom if she yeah. went on TV and started talking about who I'm having sex with or if I'm not having sex or whatever. It doesn't matter if you're over the age of 18. That's really uncomfortable and that's really personal information. And you know what's crazy? You know where this all stems from? Monica. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, just kind of seeing, like, the effect that she's had on the women, like, from the beginning of the season, you know, you saw that in Palm Springs and then mid-season to finale. I mean, looking back now, especially knowing what we know, (laughs) it's kind of crazy. She's... She's a little crazy. She's a she's a puppet master. She's a mastermind. Yeah, she and not in a good way. No, like in a scary way. Yeah, she um, played these women like a fiddle. Yeah. at the beginning of the season, and it's really scary to see how they all took her side for it. Yeah, that's that's insane. Do you know how manipulative you have to be to do that shit? Yeah, that is insane. I mean, like if. If we're looking back to when they released the mid-season trailer, mm-hmm. um, we all thought that phone call was just about the beauty lab. Beauty lab. I mean, we thought that, you know, I I, I don't know because I saw multiple things about beauty lab being sued. Mm-hmm. I saw that there was money that was owed. Mm-hmm. I saw all this stuff about beauty lab. So I was like, dang, like come on heather like i knew she was gonna bring it but the thing about it was that's not what it was no that's the crazy part that's literally beauty lab was just a small fraction about what the actual phone call was about because yeah we did get information about beauty lab but it was not it was literally yeah minimal it was nothing compared to what we actually thought it was yeah i was Goosebumps. I just got goosebumps. Again. (laughs) Again. I mean, before we get there, though, I think that we should talk about them being on the yacht. Mm Mm-hmm. In Bermuda. I mean... Bermuda was a fever dream. Bermuda was a fever dream. It was like six episodes of just Bermuda, it felt like. Yeah. So much happened in those four days. I mean, mid-season and on, it was just Bermuda. It was Bermuda. thing and thing and thing. It was like... It was like a snowball. (laughs) that turned into a fucking avalanche good one yeah it was salt lake city snowball Mm -hmm. and avalanche i mean how do you feel about you know the dms about angie and the greek i mean come on like that was ridiculous the whole greek mafia thing yeah that was who's to say you know but i think it's ridiculous i mean angie does not give me greek mafia vibes i don't know what her family like i don't know her family i don't know her background but come on that was just ridiculous there's those are insane claims to make about a person yeah and to it's almost kind of slandering a whole family yeah because these are you know you know you never know they probably worked really hard for their money Mm -hmm. like you're just out here throwing these claims out yeah I never believed Monica for a second. Mm-mm. I know that Meredith had her past, but she just did not give me guilty. She did not. It, the way that Monica presented the whole DM things, the Greek mafia thing, and I know a lot of people on Twitter are going to agree, 
it just felt very rehearsed. She knew what she was going to say, and she told the right people. She told Lisa because she knew that Lisa was already a little bit upset with Meredith about other things. Yeah. So she knew Lisa was going to bring it up and blow up about it. Goes back to playing these women like a fiddle. And she told Whitney. But you know what's crazy is she told these two women who Meredith has done that to before. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, they have to believe me. They've mm-hmm. been through this before, you know? And it was easy for them to believe her because they didn't think anything of it. They didn't. So I personally don't think Lisa was being dramatic. I do think that she was kind of at her wit's end, though. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, God, like, just tell the truth. Like, you've done this to me before. You've done this to Whitney before. I don't think she was being dramatic. I think she just wanted the truth out there. I think so, too. So, you know, for you know, for Lisa to say that Whitney was dramatic about the book, valid. That's, yeah. It's she valid. was being dramatic. It's valid. Because here we go again. She's hilling. <laughs> and she's over here pushing and, you know, like, starting these arguments at the little bar that they went to with uh, Heather... I felt like that was dramatic, but where Lisa was coming from was so much bigger than that, I feel, mm-hmm. because she just wanted the truth. It's it's so frustrating mm-hmm. when you keep hearing this, that, this, that. I mean, the whole thing with Whitney and Heather should have stayed between Whitney and Heather, yes. and it could have been a proper conversation, mm-hmm. but Whitney was the one that decided to make it a big thing because heather didn't want to share about her daughter's sexuality yeah which is not fair at all not at all so i think for sure you know whitney calling out lisa for being dramatic wrong yeah they don't compare Mm -mm. what whitney was complaining about and what lisa was saying does not compare Mm -hmm. they're not on the same spectrum nothing like that yeah whitney could have handled if she truly felt a certain way about the book she could have done so much more i understand that she didn't read it or whatever but when she did read it she shouldn't have brought it up to heather while they were drinking in a bar and i think it was very big of heather to walk away from that situation because she could have easily blown up saying that heather was using her sexuality for profit for profit to earn so that her book could be a new york times bestseller girl you're one page of my book yeah, and I, I, that would have hurt my feelings really bad to the point of blowing up. So yeah. it, I think it was really big of Heather to walk away from that situation and to acknowledge the fact that she didn't have to argue with Whitney about that. And so Whitney was definitely being dramatic. Yeah. She took it to, an, to a whole different level that it didn't have to go to. Um, and Lisa was just wanting to get the truth out. She, she was trying to be a mediator. Like, she was trying to just mm-hmm. get them all to... She didn't want to see... Angie go down the same path with Meredith that she went yeah. through. Or that exactly. Whitney went through. I didn't even see it that way. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. And I feel like I'm proud of my girl Lisa. And the fact that Lisa and Meredith were able to make up from that, mm-hmm. but look at where Whitney and Heather are, yeah. it just goes to show who was being dramatic. Like, exactly. I think that that comment coming out of Whitney is very funny because she is mm-hmm. she is being dramatic and there's nothing wrong with that. You can be dramatic and it doesn't have to be an insult. And the way that Lisa said it, I don't think that she was trying to be malicious or anything. No. It was just like a she funny... She was being dramatic. She was being funny. That was like, it. Lisa was trying to be funny and calling her dramatic. Yeah. Which is literally what we were talking about earlier is that's what we like about Lisa is that she's funny. She doesn't take things seriously. Exactly. All right. 
So moving on. Well, it's kind of all in the same. Who sent the DMs? But that mystery has been solved. That mystery has been solved. I mean, <clears throat> who Meredith. else but Reality Von Tees, right? Yeah. After everything unfolded this episode, it's very clear who sent those DMs mm-hmm. about Angie. Yeah. Um, we unfortunately didn't see it this whole season, but Monica was creepy. Yeah. She knew everything, like the back of her hand. She had all the information. She knew exactly what to say. Mm-hmm. She knew how to get under their skin. But why? Yeah. What I saw on Twitter, and it's really interesting to really see, why would an account send DMs to Monica when they didn't even know if she was actually going to be on the show or not? Yeah. So the DMs were sent before it was released that Monica was on the show. So why would Monica be receiving these DMs? It just doesn't make sense. That was sense. the first red flag <laughs> yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's it does... You benefit a lot from having Twitter <laughs> when it comes to these um, shows. Mm-hmm. It's definitely been crazy. I mean, I started with Orange County. I did Beverly Hills. I did Atlanta. And... There has never, I mean, I don't think there has been anything that's gotten to me like this. No. And I think it's definitely because I have started using Twitter more Mm -hmm. for that exact reason. So I feel like I'm feeling this. Like, this is is happening. Like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. So I think that for sure... I was starting to feel skeptical about Monica Mm -hmm. when I started hearing, you know, when these DMs were brought up in the season about Angie being in the Greek mafia, (laughs) I started seeing the red flags from then on, Mm -hmm. but I didn't see them before that. No, I did Mm -hmm. not expect that at all. I can say that I probably did not like her because of the way that she acted or things she said, but I did not see it being this big. Yeah, I didn't either. Insane. I mean... Poor Meredith, though. Going back to the beginning of this podcast, when they were having dinner in the cave, the way that they were just all attacking her... Yeah. And she held her composure, too. She did. Because she knew that it was wrong. She knew that she didn't send those DMs. And she was able to keep herself grounded, which we've seen in the past. She's not very good at that, you know? You can leave. Like that, at the beginning of the season, to be, her being in the cave. Yeah. She wasn't even drinking alcohol. She had her tea. You know, she was keeping her composure. But I just... Knowing now what we know, I feel so bad for her. I do. Because she took a lot of shit. It wasn't just one person. It was the whole group. Yeah. And I can say there, my girl Lisa, she was she was a little wrong in that, you know? Yeah. I understand that you're frustrated, that you want the truth to come out, but that was rough. That was really rough. I think that her track record isn't the best. And that's it, why yeah. it was so easy for them to be able to point the fingers mm-hmm. because... If that's the person you've shown me you are, I'm probably going to believe that that's the person you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just a given. But I definitely think that Monica worked them. She really did. I mean, coming onto this show, I mean, having an Instagram dedicated to outing these horrible things about these women. I mean, I know that she said that it was all supposed to be about Jen. There's more people involved. 
talking about you know the rest of the women she never did that but it's all there yeah and you still decided to sign up for this show you still decided to be around them knowing what you know knowing what you've done Mm -hmm. you had a part in it you cannot act like you cannot act like you're innocent exactly like they're sitting there and saying well uh what did she say in the final episode? Something about like, well, it wasn't just me. It wasn't just me. It doesn't matter. The other people are not sitting at that table right now. Mm-hmm. You're on a trip in a di- on an island yeah. with somebody that you thought is your friend, but in reality is... Was bashing you. Was bashing you for or years. Maybe she wasn't, but I mean, how can we believe her? Yeah. You know? The thing is, is she was okay with the bashing of them. Mm-hmm still went on this show that's uncomfortable that's so uncomfortable it's like sociopath level like driving by jen's house taking pictures like that's weird stealing from meredith the clutch and then still lying about it but then they're being proof like really i just my whole thing is people are Defending her. Defending her and being on Twitter. Like, why are the ladies so upset? They defended Jen Shaw, blah, blah, blah. But if you really think about it, let's say you let somebody into your friend group. You don't know who this person is. You're getting to know them. You're vulnerable around them. You feel comfortable with them. And then you find out that they secretly have a burner burner account dedicated to bashing you and your friends. Yeah. You don't know who this person is anymore. No. At all. All. Because everything that you knew is a lie. Yeah. It's pretty much a lie. I mean, yes, she was honest about her life in some aspects. But I feel like she only did that so that they could trust her. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's very manipulative. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust her thereafter. I wouldn't want to be around her because I've been mm-hmm. in a situation... Where I have a friend and, you know, we've been friends for so long. We were friends for so long. I trusted her. And the minute that things went sour, it was like complete sociopath. Immediately. Thing, it, it was one thing after the other. It was one thing after the other. I, would, I did not want to be around that. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them for not wanting to be around her. It's just... They're obviously thinking about themselves, but you also have to think and put it into perspective. These ladies invited her into their homes. She was around their families. She was around their children. That's scary. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's insane. That's scary, creepy, freaky, all Mm -hmm. of them. All of them. All the E's. All the E's. Like, it's just, to me, it feels like... I lost my train of thought. (laughs) While you get there... It's just, obviously, you know, they did defend Jen in some ways. That's where I was going. But they didn't, though. They didn't. And also, in this country, unfortunately, you're innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to go through a trial. Obviously, things came out. And they were just shocked, you know. We don't know what they were going through behind the cameras, behind yeah. closed doors, during the trial. And I think we that's don't know what how people forget. Yeah. People forget that there's more to, you know, the few months of them recording. Like, mm-hmm. there's more to that than what is shown. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like people are bashing them because they're adamant that they were defending Jen. They yeah. were doing this for Jen. They, you know, Mo- what Monica did wasn't as bad as what Jen did. We 
understand that. We know that we it was not as bad. Not as bad, but, but this is personal. It hits close to home. It's horrible. It's horrible. And what Jen did, I'm not gonna defend that. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. I would be really upset, obviously, with anybody that defends that. But I think that them being friends with her and it's a hard place. You're literally put. It's just in a really hard place. With like, things like that, with crimes being committed, your friendship can't just switch overnight. No. Like I said before, you you're can't. innocent until proven guilty. Uh, Jen had the right to go to trial, and it was obviously proven that she was guilty. Yeah. So that's when they. That's when you get to decide. You're heartbroken, though. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like that. That was your friend, and even though she was extremely problematic and like a lunatic, <laughs> I think yeah. that. In Spanish, estaban contra la espada y la pared. Mm -hmm. Like, it was hard for them to be... It was hard. I mean, come on, like, that's your friend. You've known her for ages. Like, it's insane to have that switch overnight. It just Mm -hmm. doesn't. And the thing is, too, yeah, Jen's morals were all over the place. But she... I don't feel like she lied about who she was or the type of person person she was yeah she was very honest she about was, who she was she was honest about who she was she and was honest she like was her. very vocal monica was not she was she so fake. built up a facade yeah she got the audience to believe her and it just it's like how do you i can't even put it into words what i'm feeling <laughs> yeah. because i at the end of the day, these women, they're not characters. They're humans. Yeah. They have their lives, and I always try to put myself into their shoes. You know, I'm never going to be that rich, but I always think about it. You Like, how would I feel if you went to jail? Like, I would be heartbroken, you know? I would probably visit you still, but then you get proven guilty, and I'd be like, okay, well, I have to distance myself from this person. Yeah. You know, it's going to hurt my credibility, things like that. But with Monica, like... I would feel so betrayed because you did that shit to me. Yeah. And I do feel bad for those horrible, those old people that were like robbed of millions of dollars. I do. But Jen wasn't attacking her friends. Yeah. Monica claimed well, that these were... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when she committed her crime, she did attack but her she friends. She was honest about it. She did. She attacked her friends, but she did it to their faces. Yeah. And... I mean, you know, putting that all behind us, you know, obviously Jen was found guilty. Mm -hmm. It's hard as a friend. It's unbelievable to think that someone you were so, like, close close to to was able to do something like that. So I think that it was really hard for the women to be able to accept that honestly and that's really hard and i feel like people who it's not black and it's not black and white it's not so i feel like people who are comparing the situations Mm -hmm. are wrong because you know leaving everything behind that happened with jen what monica did was purposely get closer to these women knowing what she knows who she is Mm -hmm. and that's scary to me, it feels like she joined the show. She came on the show just to get more information to feed to the Instagram account. Yeah. She was trying... It felt like she was just trying to get dirt on them and put it out there. Yeah. It just... It was very calculated. It was. And I think that's what people aren't realizing. She is, came in with an agenda. This that, did not happen overnight. This situation is black and white. <clears throat> what happened with Jen 
is not black and white because there's so many emotions that go with having a friendship for so long and then finding out that this is the kind of person they are and you never knew that. Mm -hmm. Whereas this situation is extremely black and white because she did this knowing she was this, doing this, Mm -hmm. and she still went and pretended to be someone who, like, someone she she wasn't. wasn't. I think she, obviously there's no right way to handle this situation. But if she had actually changed, she was no longer a part of the Instagram account. Uh, what was it? Uh, Reality Von Tees. Yeah, if she was no longer a part of Reality Von Tees, and she was changed, she should have been open with the ladies about it. Like, hey, you know, I know this is going to be a shocker, but I was a part of this account. You know, we did some shady sh- stuff. I joined because I wanted to take Jen Shaw down. You know, it just got out of hand at that point. That's not who I am anymore. She knew she wasn't going to be. Ex- she knew she wasn't going to be accepted. I think, and this is like coming from what I think. If she would have done that, she would have been a better person. Mm-hmm. But that's not what she's looking for. No, she's looking for that check. Mm-hmm. She was looking for the check. She was looking to be a malicious person. That's why she did everything she did. She knew what she was doing. She knew. She knew. I mean, come on. Like, you cheat on your husband with your brother-in-law. You know what you're doing. Sober. Sober. You know exactly what you're doing. And, you know, this does put her into a different light. Mm -hmm. Her problems with her mom can't be all her mom's fault. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, villainizing your mom to your children. Like, let them grow that opinion. And if your mom is really that bad, then maybe, maybe you need to move somewhere else maybe not ask for help like yeah if she knew that her mom was actually that bad and that she didn't play a part at all into where the relationship was she wouldn't have let her children near her in the first place yeah she wouldn't have let her borrow her car she wouldn't do anything like that yeah i just think that for sure like I don't think I could ever forgive somebody for doing what Mon- what Monica did. Absolutely not. Um, as for like the situation with Jen, because I know this gets brought up constantly since this aired. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't compare the two. No, you can't. I mean, one is a federal. Like, come on, mm-hmm. for to even compare it is stupid. I understand that it looked like the women were defending Jen, but in reality. They were just confused for years. They're confused. They were confused. They were heartbroken. They don't know Monica like that. Yeah. They don't need to. They don't need to. I mean, come on. Like, I think that it's just a very dumb thing to compare the two. Mm -hmm. I think that Monica is a bad person. Like, I just, that's me. You know, that's what I see. She's a bad person. Like, I don't see the good in her. No remorse. And maybe it's because we don't even know her. She didn't show her true self. Mm -hmm. In her confessional at the end, she's like smirking and sitting there when the producer asks about the dinner. And she doesn't even feel bad. She doesn't apologize to the ladies. She won't admit what she did. And when she does admit it, she says, well, it wasn't just me. Yeah. She won't admit to stealing from Meredith's store. And then she lies about ever even being in Meredith's store when... There is footage that you were there. there. Yeah. Just because you change your hair doesn't mean anything. She's such a liar. Where do we go from there? 
I don't want her back. I mean, I, nobody does. I unless, don't want her back either. Unless, you know, you're in Monica's corner, you want her back, you want the drama. But it, I, I just, like, that's dangerous right there. That's mm-hmm. playing with fire, having her back. None of the ladies are going to want to fl- film with her. It's going to be... It's just going to be a lot of uncomfortable scenes. Yeah. I just... I don't want her back. I, I don't. really don't. Moving on. Black eye reveal. I mean, come on. Like, this... <laughs> this was a given. We all knew it. We all had a feeling. <clears throat> it... Wasn't anything crazy. Like, we just knew. Yeah. I mean, from the minute... <laughs> I saw that thing. I was like, Jen Shaw did that. Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah. It's hard though because I'm not surprised, but I love the way they carried that out. I mean, mm-hmm. the producers, the editors, everything just wow. This show deserves an award. Are you kidding me? It's the just the editing of this episode was amazing. The time jumps, the going back, yeah, the scene on the beach, the black eye reveal, everything was just I, I mean, like we knew it was Jen. Yeah. Going back on that though, I'm really proud of where Heather is right now mm-hmm. because she was she a doormat. Rode for her. She was a doormat. She was bad, like down bad for Jen. And it's so like bad. I just don't think I could ever see myself being that down bad. If you punched me in the face hard enough to give me a black eye, I'd be pissed. I'd be telling everybody, yeah, yeah. Jen punched me in well, the face. I would hope that like this never happens, but I would hope you call the cops. Like, yeah. She has a federal case and she punched me? Oh, she's gone. She's gone. She's I'm, gone. She's gone. And I think that's probably the reason why she kept quiet mm-hmm. is because it was still her friend and there was so much going on with Jen at the time. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't so much of a great reveal, but they really did carry out. They really did carry it out well. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate that it took this long to get there. They did it at the right time, though. I mean, there was already so much going on. It added to the fire. Yeah. Which... Everybody's riled up. We're ready for... We're ready for the... What is it called? <laughs> the reunion? Oh. We're ready for the reunion. <laughs> like, this is all... They were strategic with it. I think also the way that Heather went about revealing the Black Eye incident was because she was showing, like, yeah, we rode for Jen in the past, but we're not going to handle this shit anymore, yeah. you know? We're going to stick together because we're friends, and we're not going to let things like this happen to us anymore. Yeah. So I think it was also a very huge character arc for her for being able to, even though we all already knew... Air that shit out. Air it out. Yeah. You know, finally let it go. say it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we knew, but she's finally saying it, and she's finally being open about it yeah so it it just went to show how different the situation was i agree i think that for sure we've seen a big change in whitney meredith uh lisa and heather since season one Mm -hmm. it's been a wild ride with them yeah i think that um salt lake city has definitely been my favorite Mm -hmm. um i just I see that there's potential for next season, but I don't know where it's going to go. I mean, are they going to introduce two new women? Are they going to keep Angie? You know, like, what do you think? I mean... Where do you go from here? Because this is huge, you know? Like, it, 
it was a really big reveal. Yeah. But we've seen it in the past where big things happen. Obviously, nothing as big as this. Yeah. But we've seen it in the past where big things happen and then they still come for another season and it's great. Yeah. You know? For example, in Atlanta with the Pillow Talk fight, that was humongous. Wow, that was. But they still came back the next season and delivered more. So it's there's obviously there's obviously always going to be like, oh, you know, what's next? What's going to happen next? Who's going to be on? But there's potential. Yeah. There's definitely potential. It's hard. It's hard to see that because this was a season it was huge this was like i said at the beginning i wasn't sure how it was going to play out but this was incredible i can't even stress how incredible it was i mean you know there's it's reality tv yeah a lot of people are gonna talk so much smack about you know why do you watch that so fake Mm -hmm. you know this and that but it's just like anything else. Like, people watch this to get away. People watch this to, you know, whatever they have going on. It's it's a break for them. It's a, it's a mental break, even though there's so much going on. There's screaming. There's drama. There's tables that are being flipped. Teresa, shout out. You know, like, I think that people forget that everybody has different likes. Different likes. They enjoy things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could sometimes convince my fiance to watch it with me. Sometimes I don't have to convince him. He'll be watching it anyway. These shows are good. There's always something going on. And I feel like at first, I didn't feel that way with this show. Mm-hmm. I did not feel that this season. But was wow. that a 360 or what? Like That was insane. Insane. Like completely turned around. Completely. And I won't say that. Monica had no part in it because she was the whole thing. Yeah. She really brought it. And, mm-hmm. like, I will give her credit in that stance, but she's actually a sociopath. So uh-huh. I'm sure she's going to love hearing that. But, you know, I can't praise her for it. Mm-mm. She's a liar. She's manipulative. Why would I praise someone that I would hate to have in my life? Yeah. I mean, thank you for the drama. But I, I hate that. You know, the women had to go through that because that's scary. I mean, you feel so violated Mm -hmm. because you were vulnerable. You introduced her to your family. You had her at gatherings just to find out that she's actually a troll, an internet troll mm -hmm. that's purposely out to get you. That's scary. That is scary. That's that's some scary shit. Like, you shit. Mm -hmm. Like, scary. Like, that's something that you would read about in a mystery or thriller book and be like wow that is so scary (laughs) but it's not like this actually happened to these ladies yeah it's just i understand i love drama Mm -hmm. you know i'm all for it but (laughs) this was not just drama this was her manipulating thousands of people not just the ladies on the show but the viewers as well yeah because we did not see that coming i mean you know <clears throat> these women are just humans mm-hmm. they're uh they're just people i would say though they are public figures mm-hmm. they need the security and i don't really know what bravo's doing to ensure that yeah that's that's the scary part because maybe you know Monica obviously was just doing this for the attention, for the money, for the cash. Like, mm-hmm. 
she probably wasn't going to hurt them, but you don't know that. Exactly. You know, you don't know what these people are capable of if they're capable of talking so much crap about you, talking this, that, driving by your house, taking pictures. Like, dude, that's Mm -hmm. fucking weird. So weird. I would not want to be near anybody like that because, hello, somebody breaks into my car, I'm not going to go hang out with them. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and introduce them to my family and have them at family gatherings. I feel violated. Mm-hmm. I've been violated <laughs> in that sense. Like somebody has broken into my car and taken everything from me. Mm-hmm. So to feel like she's broken into their lives and taken things from them, like their privacy and, you know, the behind the, behind the scenes footage, it's violation. Yeah. And it's a strong word. I know that it's, not something to be thrown around but that's what it is Mm -hmm. it that's how you feel personally violated Mm -hmm. and it's also they're just betrayed you just betrayed their trust Mm -hmm. they don't know who you are why would i want to if i was in their shoes why would i want to film another season with somebody that i don't know that's a stranger to me yeah i don't know who she is she has three last names apparently (laughs) owes beauty lab a ton of money i don't know who this lady is of course i understand why they would not want to film with her again and i don't think she should come back for another season i mean starting out the season for every franchise you know these women aren't completely unfamiliar with each other Mm -hmm. Uh, it's usually a friend of a friend, a friend of a friend, a friend of whatever, you know, like it, it kind of goes third that way. Somebody's third cousin, somebody's grandparents, cousins, dogs, dogs cousin, sister. sister. But I think that because I think that Angie kind of introduced her and it was because of Jen. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think Angie knew her like that. No, it was just. For the storyline. So mm-hmm. that does kind of make you think about Angie. Did Angie know and brought her for the storyline? Oh, I didn't even think about right? that. Right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll have to see at the reunion. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited too. I am excited. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> that concludes this <laughs> podcast. First Our episode. First episode. Um, you know, there is definitely more to come. Mm-hmm. I think that... We're just getting started here. Mm-hmm. We'll see how this goes. Um, we're going to just keep con- going. Keep going. Keep I mean, going. there's so much to talk about. We have um, Vanderpump new season coming out yeah, at the end of this month. Vanderpump rules. I have to catch up on that. Yes. Um, still on season nine i think i had to catch up in like less than a month Mm -hmm. um we have vanderpump villa which will be joining (gasps) soon on hulu on hulu Hulu. though this will count we still talk about it she was she's a bravo girl she's a bravo og yeah she's a bravo og Mm -hmm. there's Uh, some franchises you still need to watch i think catching up on atlanta you would enjoy beverly hills Mm -hmm. orange county i just think that there's so much to talk about here we also still have potomac miami yeah Mm -hmm. all of them i don't think that we could miss the opportunity to speak on these things no well i think this concludes everything that we have to say um it was definitely an episode a roller coaster of a season very excited for the reunion um Thank you so much to the listeners for joining us on our first episode. Um, This is Yahaira. And Jen. And this was Bravo Bitches.